I'm Bishop Robert. Each life is a story. We don't remember days, we remember moments that touch our hearts. I want to invite you to come on in and have a seat in my study. Let's you and I spend a few minutes together and consider a verse of scripture and how to apply it to those moments that fill up our lives. My hope is that it speaks to your heart, your mind, and your soul. And I hope you'll be back often. Welcome. What is it that keeps us going day in and day out? From where do we draw strength to go about our busy schedules and and maintain our hectic lifestyles? What's the true source of strength to keep living life? One of the impacts of dealing with COVID for the last couple of years is that we've all had to face lockdown time. As the Lord has allowed the world to come to a near standstill, many have been talking about how they've had time to reflect and time to think and even time to question their place in this world. Time to recognize the the gaps in our lives and try to find something meaningful that will fill those gaping holes that we found inside us. Time to ask ourselves the question, what do you want? Actually, that's a question Jesus asked people from time to time. And today's scripture tells us about one of those times. The next day, John the Baptist was there again with two of his disciples. When he saw Jesus passing by, he said, Look, the Lamb of God. And when the two disciples heard him say this, they followed Jesus. Well, turning around, Jesus saw them following him and asked, What do you want? And they said, Rabbi, which means teacher, where are you staying? Come, he replied, and you will see. And then they went, saw where he was staying, and spent the day with him. It was about the tenth hour. Andrew, Simon Peter's brother, was one of the two who had heard what John had said and who had followed Jesus. And the first thing Andrew did was to go and find his brother Simon and tell him, We have found the Messiah! That is, the Christ. And he brought him to Jesus. As we look into the scripture I just shared, we find a powerful revelation that not only should give us pause, but should also give us hope that all is well. We see a couple of folks just living out their lives, and then Jesus passes by. And their attention is drawn to him by someone who knew Jesus better than they did. And they decided to get closer and check him out. (laughs) Isn't that just like God? Just when we think we've got it all figured out, God comes on the scene, lays out the gospel and the meaning of life and, and all the answers we seem to search for. Although they've been there all along. If Jesus asked you what you want, how would you answer the question? Lots of people come to Jesus for a specific what. Actually, you you might have several answers. So you may need to stop and think a bit before you answered. What's the what at the top of your list? Healing? Finances? 
employment. Well, it turns out that what these two guys wanted was just to spend some time with Jesus and check out for themselves if he was who John had said he was. Because John had said he was the Lamb of God. Now, these were Jewish men. They, they knew about lambs. They knew lambs were set aside for sacrifice. They knew two lambs a day were sacrificed at the temple, plus personal sacrifices brought by worshipers. They knew at Passover, each family had to have a lamb. In other words, they were well aware that lambs had a role in obtaining forgiveness. They just wanted to figure out how Jesus fit into that concept. So their answer, when Jesus asked, what do you want, <laughs> was to answer the question with a question, which is a very Jewish thing. They said, Rabbi, where are you staying? It was a request to spend time in his house on his terms so they could get to know him. And Jesus's answer was an invocation to get close. Come, you'll see. And he makes the same offer to you. It turns out that the best answer to the question, what do you want, is not a what at all, but a who. If you ask Jesus, what do you want, his answer would be demonstrated by his title, Lamb of God. It's a title that points to his sacrificial role. Under the Old Covenant, lambs were brought by men to God. And lambs could only take away guilt, never remove sin. And the blood of those lambs was shed for Israel alone. But now Jesus has instituted a new covenant, and he's completely turned it around. He is the Lamb of God, given by God to men. Now God has brought the sacrifice to the altar. His Lamb can take away sin. In Him we can be justified and made pure. And this Lamb is not sacrificed for Israel alone. He shed his blood for the whole world. Under this new covenant, whoever believes can come and receive. So if you asked Jesus, what do you want? His answer would be quite simple. What he wants is you. And he's willing to give everything he has and everything he is to prove it. And when Jesus asks you, what do you want? You'd do well to realize that what you want is him. Because when you have him, you'll have everything he has to give. When you have him and he has you, then you get invited to spend time in his house so you can get to know him. I'm convinced that life, real life, is found just under the chin of the Father. 
By that I mean sitting in his presence, close to his heart, watching. The lion cub in today's illustration is sitting in the safest place in the world. Nothing in the animal kingdom looks forward to a fight with an enraged, powerful male lion. Our God is the lion of the tribe of Judah, and he watches over his children. There's something surreal about the thought of sitting where that cub sits in that picture, protected, providing for, sitting under the watchful gaze of a loving father. Anything the cub can do is paltry when compared to the father lion. His power protects. His experience and wisdom provides. Draw near to God, and he will draw near to you. During this week, on this Holy Tuesday, let's take a moment to pause and reflect on the simplicity of the gospel. Let's rest in the answers that are revealed in the powerful passage of Scripture. Come and see. Let's not focus on signs and wonders as wonderful as they are. Let's not seek great theologians or human wisdom to understand God's plan for us. <laughs> Let's not even be satisfied by the voices of bishops speaking about the things of God. Today, let's deliberately step aside from the rat race called life and listen to our Heavenly Father speak truth and wisdom. Christ, the power of God and the wisdom of God. Is he not such a loving Heavenly Father that he'd explain his intricate plan of redemption and the secret to a fruitful life in just one sentence. Come, and you will see. He's our source. He's our strength. <laughs> He's our hope and our biggest fan. Let's make time today to sit for a moment. Just simply sit with these words and allow the Holy Spirit to renew our minds. What an amazing, refreshing revelation we'll see. It's in the simple things that we find our peace, our greatest joy, and the love of God that our souls long for. Perhaps St. Teresa of Lisieux said it best, Our Lord needs neither great deeds nor profound thoughts from us neither intelligence nor talents. He cherishes simplicity. Take time today as a simple child sitting with his loving Father. And when you've seen Jesus for who he is, you'll find your response will be much like Andrew's. You'll simply have to tell someone. Andrew told his brother and brought him to Jesus. And that, my friend, is real life. It is good to be near God. Come and see. <laughs>